0: Still men start your engines. You talking about. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. listening to jim paris live your source for the latest news on money politics prophecy and preparedness and now your host the editor-in-chief of christianmoney.com and the author of more than 30 books jim paris all right hello everybody welcome to the broadcast good to have you with us we're normally live right at nine o'clock eastern i don't know what happened the uh, Right when we went to go live, something went crazy on our on our board here, and so we just had to do a reboot. So we're running a little bit late, but uh, no worries. We still have everything all lined up to go. You won't miss out on anything tonight. Our guest coming up in 25 minutes is Joe Dallas, and his book is Christians in a Cancel Culture, Speaking with Truth and Grace in a Hostile World. It's going to be a great interview, and sort of a similar theme, which is taking on the culture, and how much Christians should speak up or not speak up. Next week, uh, we've got Dr. Erwin Lutzer here. He'll be talking about his book, We Will Not Be Silenced. I want to start tonight by telling you that I got a surprisingly very, very positive reaction to last week's show. So if you didn't hear last week's show, instead of doing news and all of that that I normally do in this segment, I did a segment called transforming your life through self love. And I was talking about the idea of as a Christian loving yourself and the importance of self esteem and, and all of that. And uh, I didn't know how people would react to that <laughs> because this is, I'm not Dr. Phil, but it, people loved it, people loved it. So I thought, ah, maybe I'll do that and do something like that again. And so I, I came up with a topic I want to talk about tonight. It's not sort of as ethereal, but I am going to get into uh, my main segment tonight. I'm going to talk about why everybody should have an online business. And it's not going to be a sales pitch for my online course. I promise you that. Everybody knows I have that course, internetpaycheckforlife.com. But I want to talk about some of the reasons that you would want to do that to, to have an online business from a lifestyle design perspective. Because a lot of people don't understand uh, really the lifestyle design benefit of having an online business. We're going to talk about that. But I want to start by talking about my weight loss story. So if you take a look at me, I'm down almost 20 pounds right now. I I put up on my Facebook today my before and after pictures. So you get to see pictures of me as a fat pig that needs a bra. <laughs> that was 30 days ago. And uh, now I'm still a fat guy, but I don't need a bra anymore. And I actually have a neck now, if you can see, uh, so lost about 20 pounds in 30 days. And it's through this really neat system. I've got someone coaching me and teaching me. And I have to tell you, I have been involved with a lot of different weight loss programs over the years and and nothing ever worked for me. And this one is kind of different in, in that, it's based on the idea of uh, having six meals a day, which I know sounds crazy. And I'll be honest with you, some days I have a hard time getting all the six meals in because I'm not hungry for for the extra. I'm like, well, I've got my four meals in. I'm not really hungry. I've got two more meals to go. But the idea behind these small meals all throughout the day, this diet plan that I'm on was really designed originally for people that were diabetic. And something really amazing happens to your metabolism when you have these small meals all throughout the day. Now, it's not just about any small small meal all throughout the day. So you could have like six Big Mac value meals (laughs) throughout the day. That's not going to do it. These are low-calorie meals. And so what happens is, if I'm understanding it right, every time you have one of these little low-calorie meals, about 100 calories it sort of tells your body to wake up and start burning fat because there's there's now a meal that has to be digested but it's a really small meal so you get these 5 about 100 calorie meals and these are all prepackaged meals you you know you just grab one make it for yourself it's all prepackaged and then the sixth meal uh which you can have any time during the day it doesn't have to be your last meal is a lean and green meal so that's you know, you can pick your meat and you get a certain amount of that meat. So you got to get a food scale to, you know, make sure you have no more than you're supposed to have. And then you have, uh, so about half your plate is, is meat, maybe a third of your plate is meat. And then two thirds of your plate are green vegetables. And so you eat a lot, you're not hungry. And I mean, look at me, I'm telling you that if you look at the before and after pictures that I have up on Facebook right now, my belly, my big fat belly has just about completely disappeared. So in any case, if you want to find out more about what I'm doing, you can send me an email, Jim at Christian Money.com. Um, you can go to my Facebook page. You can private message me there, or you could just message me on one of those before and after pictures that I have posted at Facebook. And if you're not connected to me on Facebook, just search for James L Paris. That's my, author name, So that's, you know, I go by Jim Paris, but you know, the author name is James L. Paris. So that's what we plugged in there at Facebook. So you can find me there. Um, I, I still have room for more friends. There's a limit of 5,000, I think for personal friends, but I'm still under that. So if you want to friend me, we can connect that way as well. But, uh, super excited about the weight loss. Now I want to tell you what is the, what is the one biggest thing that I've noticed? So I, I have to tell you that last week I talked about, the self-esteem issue in that I'm not kidding you. And I'm not being like super weird about this. Okay. Uh, Because I am a married man, but I'm telling you that like people are smiling at me, uh, opposite sex of the same sex. People are being like really nice to me. I'm telling you that. And I told you that I have a relative that is a, a waitress. And she told me that when she lost like 25 pounds, all of a sudden she was getting like 30, 40% more tips every night. And people treat fat people. They don't treat fat people as well as they treat people that are thinner. And I'm just telling you, I'm noticing that. And I I just like people being friendly and smiling and chatting it up with me. Um, that never really noticed that until just, you know I mean? I never noticed they weren't doing that so much, but now it's like the other extreme and it's just a weird thing to notice. The other thing is sleep. Um, I for about three years I was doing the CPAP machine. Now this was probably twenty years ago that I was doing a CPAP machine. And what if you've never seen one? What it is? It's it's a it's an oxygen mask that goes completely over your nose and mouth, very similar to what you might see like a fighter jet wearing. Or if somebody's in the ICU, you'll see that that uh, mask that's put over the nose and mouth. Then there's this big tube that runs to this machine that blows air out. And so that you don't get dehydrated, the machine also has water in it. So the air that's coming in is also uh, a little bit um, hydrated. So it's kind of a little bit steamy so you don't get dried out. But that force of air is what keeps your throat open because what happens if you have sleep apnea is especially when you lay on your back, your throat will close and you'll wake up choking and full, you know, uh, truth here on this uh, totally confessing. I should be on that machine. Now I just got so sick of the machine And so for the last few years, I just have tolerated just waking up choking a few times during the night. And uh, what is so interesting to me, and I love it, is about a week ago, it stopped. About a week ago, I crossed over the threshold that I'm no longer stopping breathing in my sleep. Uh, I'm not sure this would work for everybody. Some sleep apnea is based on being overweight. But not all. Some people, just the way that they're made, uh, they have it even if they're in perfect physical shape. So I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not telling anybody to stop their CPAP. But, you know, when you're not breathing at night, even if it's just a few times through the night, uh, and many times you don't even realize you could like be holding your breath or you know have your air passage blocked 50, 60, 100 times if you have sleep apnea, Uh, it's terrible for your health, terrible for your brain, terrible for the quality of your sleep. I mean, people have heart attacks and die in their sleep because of sleep apnea. So my sleep apnea, which was not, I don't think recently, it's been like super serious, um, has disappeared. So that's one of the other things. And I'm getting just so much better sleep. And when you think about 20 pounds, walking around with with 20 pounds less to carry around on your body, It just, I mean, and I, I, my goal really is probably going to be another 40 pounds, maybe 50 pounds. So this is just the, really the beginning for me. This is stage one. But when you think about just losing 20 pounds and my goal is to get off all medications. So, uh, right now I've got a, a blood pressure medication I'm taking and, um, I'm looking at, I'm checking my blood pressure, which is going down like crazy, I'm gonna probably be able to go off the blood pressure medication now. Again, I'm not telling anybody that's watching or listening for you to go off blood pressure medication, but I'm. It's looking like I'm gonna be able to go off blood pressure medication soon. So these are all the things that are happening. All right, let me transition and talk about online business. And again, I'm not talking about join my program, InternetPaycheckForLife.com. I'm not gonna get talk about that. You know about that. If you want to join it, I just gave you the URL, the domain to go to. But here's my story. So when I lost everything in 2001 and I sort of had to reinvent myself, that was really perfect timing because that was when the internet was really starting to take off. And it gave me a way to be able to kind of reinvent myself without having to have all the employees, all the office space, the payroll, all of that overhead. I would have never been able to do it without, without the internet, but there were so many things that really surprised me when I started to become an online entrepreneur because they expected it to be. And I have to tell you in the early days of this, it was really funny because I did, uh, a little radio infomercial where I used to buy time on different radio stations for like 28 minutes. And I talk about online business, blah, blah, blah. And I get people to come to my website and sign up for my course uh, about that. And a lot of Christian radio stations wouldn't carry my, my show because they thought that uh, online business was only pornography and gambling. I'm not kidding you. That was 2001, 2002. This is where they were at mentally. They thought that you know you could not have a a wholesome or a Christian or a family oriented website. It was going to be all about pornography and gambling. And even if your site wasn't about that, by being online, you were sort of contributing to that cesspool by having your site uh, on the internet. So, I when I started my online business to begin with, I I never really I guess processed all the different benefits. I mean, everybody does it for the one core reason of, I want to make more money, whether it's full-time or part-time, and I get that. But there's so many things that really surprised me uh, that really changed my life in such a positive way compared to working, you know, the 9 to 5, even though I was self-employed. I still went into the office every day, worked from like 8 to 5, 8 to 6 every day. Um, so one of the things that happens when you transition when you transition to an online type of a business and that becomes your lifestyle is it's not so much about the idea that you would work less this is what you hear from a lot of these workshops these seminars about online business so you'll only have to work like an hour a day and you'll make all this money that hasn't really been my experience i still work a lot of hours every day But what I find to be really transformative is the idea that it's not so much that you work less, but you get to decide when you work. And let me tell you why that's such a big deal, because uh, I'll give you an example, just something everybody deals with. Uh, All of us men, we go get a haircut probably once a month. When I was working the nine to five or the eight to six, you know, the day job, I'd end up. At the barber shop at six thirty seven o'clock at night, many or I'd end up on a Saturday, and I'd be sitting in the lobby waiting for an hour hour and a half to get my hair cut. That's just the way it was because I was in there during the peak time that everybody was in there. But now, knowing that and knowing that I can make my own schedule, I'll go in on a Tuesday at one o'clock to get my hair cut and uh, I could just walk in, sit down and get my haircut and leave. Those are the kind of little things, the little dividends that you experience when you have control over your own schedule. You're also able to support family needs. And let me tell you what that means. I have two dogs. Every six to seven weeks, the dogs have to go in to get groomed. Uh, Same problem, (laughs) whether it's a person getting their hair cut or a dog getting their hair cut. Uh, all, everybody wants to bring the dogs in on Saturday. There's hardly, you can't really hardly get an appointment on a Saturday to get your dog room. So I do mine on like, you know, Wednesday at eight o'clock or something like that. Nobody wants that slot. So I bring my dogs in at that time. Many times somebody in the household, you know, needs a prescription to be picked up or an errand to be run or a car to be dropped off at the mechanic, these kinds of things. And when you've got uh, people in the home, when you have both, people in the home that are working and you're both working like a nine to five a day job it's really hard to do these other things and especially if you have children it's really hard you know you want to maybe you know be there every day to drop the child off at school to pick them up you want to go on field trips you want to maybe go to your child's school and have lunch with them every so often go to those special parent days that's hard to do, right, when you're stuck at a regular job where you've got to show up at the office. I mean, you could request time off here and there, but you're not going to have this flexibility. And, and it's, again, not so much about how much you work, but getting to decide what your schedule is, to me, is transformative. And that's one of the big things I didn't really realize or factor in when I started working mostly online. The second one is another one that people miss. And I think people are getting this more now because of the whole remote working boom that has kicked in since COVID and all of that. The idea of location freedom. Now, a lot of times when we talk about location freedom, a lot of times it's within the context of traveling. Like, oh, yeah, I want to be one of these people that just like travels the world and has my business in my laptop and I can just travel the world. That's true. And you can do that with an online business, but that's not what most people want to do. I I think most people love to travel, but they want to have mostly a home base. I think that's where most people are at. So one of the interesting things you'll find is that even in this economy that we're in, where the price of real estate has just gone off the, off the charts, that there are still places in this country you can buy a house. I'm not talking about a mobile home or a fixer upper. You can still buy a house in a lot of places for like $75,000. Now, the reason why houses are cheap in some areas is because there's not a lot of high paying jobs, but that doesn't matter, right? If you're working online, it doesn't matter because you don't need to get a job in that community. So we call this economic arbitrage. That is, you're making the money of the big city online and then you're living in a low cost community here in the United States. Another variation on that is the idea of moving overseas. And a lot of, you know, I did that big trip to Ecuador in 2018 where I actually showed people how there's thousands of Americans living in this small town of Cuenca, Ecuador, and they're living there doing very well with access to healthcare care and access to all kinds of, you know, beautiful activities and the mountains and wonderful lifestyle for a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks a month. They're living there. And this includes a home. This includes healthcare. This includes groceries, you know, being able to live for maybe uh, a third of what they could live for in the United States, somewhere like Ecuador. And all you need is a good internet connection. If you've got that online business and it doesn't have to be Ecuador, uh, A lot of people don't realize when we talk about this economic arbitrage and living in other locations as an American, there are some interesting locations that don't really make those lists that I think should be on those lists, like Italy. There are some really beautiful rural parts of Italy that have access to high speed internet that you can live for a thousand bucks a month, twelve hundred bucks a month. And uh, just a lot of different options open up once you. Have that location freedom. Another thing too about this location freedom is the issue of health insurance, and I, I mentioned it a moment ago here with Ecuador. They have uh, some really great plans where, if you live there, you can be part of these public plans, and you're only like a three or four hour flight back to the U.S. So, if you are, you know, if you have Medicare and you're retired, you could still come back to the U S to have some of your medical procedures done, but you can have access to their uh, medical uh, program there. I think it's like a hundred bucks a month or something super inexpensive like that. But if you're someone that has a significant medical issue, like a pre-existing medical issue, or you've got just high medical bills, you can look into, for example, some of the States here in the United States have programs for people who are self-employed. And I know there's the Obamacare program and all that, but I'm talking about separate and aside from that, they have these special risk pools and insurance pools set up for the self-employed that are really inexpensive. Now, these are in just certain states, not every state. But even researching state by state, but then also researching maybe other countries that you could possibly move to, like somewhere like in Ecuador, that has this type of uh, you know program available for people that need access to uh, medical care. So location freedom, time freedom, those are two things. And then the third thing is I want to talk about unlimited income because when you have an online business, there is no cap on how much money you can make. And part of that unlimited income curve, and I talk a lot about this in my course. Is passive income. And passive income is when you create a video, you write an article, you write a an ebook or a or a self published printed book. There's a lot of things you can do to create what we call evergreen content. This is you create something, a video, an article, a book on a topic that is kind of timeless. An example for me would be the book I wrote about the JFK assassination in 10 years, people are still going to be interested in the JFK assassination. So if you learn how to create, you know, not all your content has to be evergreen, but if you create mostly evergreen content over time, your evergreen content will begin to build and build and build month. And you'll have a base amount of money that's already going to come in, whether you work or not. And so over time, as that, as that, um, you know, uh, what are, uh, that library, if you will, uh, of content, as that is built up over time, that's going to create like a base for you. So what a lot of people do is they will do the online business part time and build that base of their content, you know, that library of their content, uh, maybe over two, three, four, five years, that's when they go out full time when they've got that base of income. Now, the other thing I want to mention to you in this economy that is extremely popular right now, which is available to anyone that learns the basic skills of online business. And in my course, I teach this how to build websites, how to do social media, how to do email campaigns, all of these things that pretty much all small businesses have to do to compete today. They've got to have a local Google listing. These are things that I teach you how to do in the course and one of the things you can do is get out there into the market and you can do bartering. So if your kid's taking karate lessons, you can run the website for the karate school and your kid gets free karate lessons. These are the kind of deals you can make. You need some plumbing work done at your house. You need remodeling done. Find somebody that's willing to make a deal. They need a website. They need all these other you know local marketing uh, things done for their business you agree to be that person that consultant a local consultant for internet services digital marketing they call these digital marketing agencies you can easily start with a new client and and right off the bat get a five thousand or a ten thousand dollar retainer so when you look at that kind of money and then you look at that within the world of barter I mean there's so much that you can do with barter okay That segment was a little bit short, only because we had a little bit of a problem getting our uh, getting ourself uh, fired up there at the open. I'm not sure exactly what happened. We'll find out (laughs) at some point. But in any case, uh, we're going to take our one minute break. We'll be back here with our special guest. And I'm super excited. The book is Christians in a Cancel Culture, Speaking with Truth and Grace in a Hostile World. Joe Dallas is here. He'll be back with us in one minute. Stand by.